0: from the Huntington Hilltop in the morning, Nathan. Whoa.
1: <laughs> just felt, just felt a rap-a-tongue.
0: Am I having a stroke?
1: <laughs> no, I think you're, uh, you know, when you start, a uh, person's long, long time dead, you're, you're, you're a widow and you start making breakfast for two and you realize it's just by, you're by yourself.
0: I'm just trying to confirm that I'm actually recording you this time.
1: That was great, though.
0: <laughs> in the morning.
1: <laughs> <That's right. laughs>
0: Troy CNN in.
1: The three N what did Stanford? I say last time? No, not November. He said, I'm no, joined today November. by my guest.
0: No, from... not November.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're recording. Or now nah, I'll just say it again.
0: Yes, I'm pretty sure this is capturing it. I see two files. I see a waveform every time you speak. I do uh,
1: do you want to keep going or do you want to restart? Yes,
0: the, No, this is good. All so right. the C and Troy C and N stands block. for can opener. No, canning jar. I bought a OXO Good Grip can jar can no jar opener. Not a can a, you know a jar lid opener. Because they're I have one fucking job, and that is to open jars.
1: I'm about to say Why would you hire your replacement? Why would you buy your replacement?
0: There was one jar that I kept trying over the course of weeks. I couldn't fucking open it.
1: You left it in a hot room? Uh, I tried hot water. I couldn't get it. Wow.
0: Uh, And I tried rubber and stuff to give it extra grip, but I would just... I just couldn't get it. So I, I bought this tool because I wasn't going to be beat by this fucking jar. Mm-hmm. Fantastic product. You pop off a little rubber thing on the top, like a little saucer. You put it on the ground, and then you put the jar on there, and it's sticky, like uh, grippy. And then you slip the uh, like Y-shaped mechanism over it. It's got like a little hacksaw blade on one side, <laughs> uh-huh. and you just
1: give it a yank. Just rips it right off. Yep. it the full, full power of the torque.
0: Force multiplication.
1: So where are you hiding this? In a very tall cupboard?
0: I, I make sure I put it in a very tall cupboard.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's was, it was funny. When I used to have uh, roommates, uh, I lived with a married couple. But I was known as the jar opener because I would, I would always just get it open. on do why. That was your secret? That, you had a, no. a jar opener somewhere? <laughs> no, I was... I went all natural but uh,
0: I tried different methods I tried where you don't twist the hand You wrote, you pivot the arm mm-hmm. So it's more leverage Couldn't get it I yeah, had I think a, it's, a grip problem
1: <laughs> I think uh, That's the problem I usually use a death grip Which uh, it's Another conversation for another day but Well your
0: hands are going to get pretty weak this month
1: That's right Because the three ends it's gonna be a very cloudy, cloudy month. No, no clarity. will be feeling a little cloudy myself now. <laughs> well, what are we on day thirty? Is, is it almost over?
0: You're not even halfway there. <laughs>
1: okay, okay, just, just breathe. <sighs> so what else? What's been going on this week? Help, I, help distract me. I've had, had lots of tech non-sexual.
0: problems. What problems? Technology problems. Okay. I had, um. I I've been using Nextcloud to try to de-google my life and it's worked really well for most of the things uh document like real basic p- pure text uh semi collaborative document edit- editing. I'm nervous about editing it at the same time because I'm pretty sure it's not going to work. Somebody's text is going to get
1: deleted. So it's not going to be beautiful like Google
0: Docs, Yeah, are. Google Docs is amazing. So there's some some flaws, but it turns out every add-on, all these little apps like this basic document editor, the files system, it's an app called Files. Uh uh-huh. what else is on the sidebar here? My little hamburger menu in the top left. Mail, Talk, that's a chat utility. I can make public chat rooms and have a whole fucking Zoom meeting and share my desktop. It's really cool.
1: That is pretty cool Yeah
0: all on my own infrastructure So it's totally private um, There's a whole contact system Mail system so I can use it like gmail As a front end to all my imap Or potentially pop mail I don't know I uh, pop mail
1: was easier to, to get mail Pop mail, mail from. is
0: very very simple um, It has a ton of drawbacks Most people shouldn't use it But I use it purely for archiving mm. Because okay. it just reads And then stores stuff mm. Uh, but there's a bookmarks app. I thought, yeah, yeah, I'm going to move my bookmarks out of Google Chrome. And, uh, it turns out the developer pushed out an update and my next cloud instance updated. Oh no. And it corrupted my shit. (laughs) In fact, (laughs) it corrupted everybody's shit.
1: Oh, so you weren't the only one complaining.
0: Yeah, the thing that's the most horrible about this whole event, this ordeal, this atrocity, this bookmark genocide that this developer committed, Mm -hmm. it killed random bookmarks indiscriminately.
1: so so you get partial files, not even full, wide, or full.
0: Some of the tags were removed, so it was like, it was random. So some... Bookmarks just had fewer tags. Some were gone. Some only showed up when you looked under a certain type of view <laughs> in there. Uh-huh. Like the whole thing got scrambled. And uh, this developer, I'm gonna send you a link so you can look at my review of this ass hats um, comment update. or his his app. I wrote uh, caveat emptor. M- uh, update corrupted everyone's bookmarks. And then I asked the developer, where's the official method of recovery? And he said, the official method of recovery is restoring a database backup. Fuck me, right? (laughs) I should tease apart my database of all of my NextCloud shit and other people and other accounts so I can reinsert lines into the database. How about he just fucking exports the, the the bookmarks database Puts it off to the side Then goes and does his destructive update And then restores From the little tarball that he made Of the database Why didn't he do that like a good developer Actually Why didn't he test it Before pushing out the update Turns out the entire thing was caused by his typo That he never tested Now is this is So this fuck is that out? guy <laughs>
1: I would "This is this just a private, like his own project? It's his own private project,
0: anyway? and it happens to be integrated and featured in the Nextcloud project. So I thought, okay. oh, it's featured. So it's going to get lots of love and attention. No, it doesn't. They have a system administrator acting as a developer who just hip fires code into a production system and goes, restore from a database backup. So I, I inserted this great animation of yeah, I see Tom that. Cruise throwing on some glasses with his shit-eating grin and it says deal with it.
1: From Top uh, top Gun.
0: Top Gun, yeah. Yeah. And then I had more problems. I had problems with Google. So, after that NextCloud ordeal, I thought, you know, Google doesn't seem that bad. (laughs) I think I'm going to keep my, I think I'm going to keep my bookmarks with them. (laughs) It's probably (laughs) a little safer to keep them in the browser. That's like the one thing browsers have not fucked up in like, 15 years. And then all of my emails, all of them, if I made a calendar invite and you know how Gmail likes to send off an an email because people don't actually check their calendar for new calendar events. Yeah. So it's intuitive to go to your inbox. Even the calendar invite emails, they all went to spam. So I talked to all levels of wizardry at Google. They're escalating my ticket they're emailing me telling me they're still looking into it um they said that there's nothing wrong with my domain name rec- reputation basically like count, uh, contradicting what the previous uh brainless people told me and that they're they're not really sure what the issue is and i suspect the issue is uh when you set up a group uh a male group mm-hmm in their system and people spam it like contact at your domain name and people spam that it gets forwarded to you. And I think because it's forwarded, it looks like it came from your, your domain name, but somebody else is fucking spamming you. So I spend, I send so few emails that the spam that it's, that I am marking a spam is counting against myself. And informing all the Google Mail properties, Gmail, G Suite, or Workspaces, whatever the fuck they call it now, apps, uh, it it informs all of their spam algorithms to incorrectly mark my email as spam.
1: I'm still a little confused because you you have an email group.
0: Email groups are generally, um, you wouldn't create a contact user. You mm-hmm. would just create a group, and then you'd add. If you had multiple users, you just add whatever users are relevant so that, to that. they can receive one group,
1: and then everybody receives it.
0: Yeah, because you don't want, you don't necessarily want everyone to receive it. You might just want the people in the group to receive it. Mm-hmm. Super common setup. Yeah, we have setup.
1: it. At, we have it at work. Right? I'm familiar with the email group, so I'm just confused on how you're re- you're receiving an email from your own email group, and since so and so your marketing yeah, so people spam. spam
0: it, and then it gets forwarded to me, and I'm like. Okay, more spam. Just spam, 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 spam.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. And then saying. it's so going,
0: Google's got going, it.
1: Hey, everybody at Google, this guy's
0: <laughs> spamming. Because it sees my domain name For it. You're getting spam every that's time my on theory. your email group. We're going to find uh, out if that's true. They're going to get back to me. Yeah, that was that a four-hour chat. <laughs> <laughs> they moved it to email. It took too
1: long. So I see how you're keeping yourself busy during November.
0: N Yes, unfucking all the things. <laughs> that's what I've been doing. What else? What else is on my list here? Got some more, more shit to rant about. Um, no,
1: that's it. How do you like the new uh, Google look? All the they logos. They just updated all the new logos. They just updated. What? Whatever.
0: I have paid for Google apps. See, that's when I paid for it. It was 2010, so it was 10 years ago. And they've changed things so many times, and I've written them little reviews saying, like, stop. <laughs> lots of curse words. Lots of salty sure. language. Stop changing things. Uh, I can't find anything anymore. And right. I eventually settled down, at least with the admin portal. But they made it super slow, so. Either way, they're saying, fuck you. Um, uh
1: For anyone that's wanting to know what I'm talking about, they used to have like an email app look like a a letter, you know, an envelope and calendar used to look like a calendar and all their apps matched what it was. But they recently changed it so all their icons are now all squares, some variation of a square with their Google colors, red, green, yellow, blue, like uh, alternating around the square. So if you're looking for your mail app, You've got a one in four chance selecting it without reading the t- actual text under the uh, the square what your device is. It does it's like a minor thing but it's not minor. I mean, well I mean it's like it's not like oh the app no longer works like it doesn't break it. But okay it's, yeah. It's it's just like why? I I I understand the need to update icons cuz sometimes they go out of style they go like it looks dated. But you make it look better. You don't change your whole um, you know what? What apps are people are looking for just to fit, so they all look like the same thing. Like that's usually counterproductive. I don't know. It seems at the same time, I'm not. I shouldn't be surprised because Google does these kind of things. They always make changes that nobody wanted, nobody asked for, and everybody sort of goes, "Uh, fine, okay." And they'll like they'll push off the. um you remember, like what was it? Like the Gmail had like the way they were doing it, and then they or pushing for a new way to do it, but they let people use the old way for like a year afterwards and then they force them to switch or something like that.
0: Yeah. You're just delaying the inevitable inevitable with them. Yeah. It's pointless to resist. They push through all the changes no matter what.
1: That is. And, and then at the end, the end game is that that's the scary thing about Google is that you have no choice. You must do it our way. Cause there is no, there is no other service that, uh, that does what we do as well as we do. Or you yeah. uh, have to deal with uh, your bookmarks being scrambled every update.
0: That's why I have one foot out the door. I'm not all in on Nextcloud yet, since I found out that some of the
1: developers are not not good. They're just... Not taking uh, it 100% serious. Yeah. I like to bake it, but don't like to support it, which is, you know, that's that's the secret, supporting apps after they're developed.
0: Well, the week before this update went out, I started to notice, it was like peculiar things the way you add bookmarks it really feels like this was another application that just let you like insert entries into something and mm-hmm. this guy just retrofitted it into being oh, it took something else and somewhere. just made it fit that's what it felt like it really seemed like it was another web app at some point and mm-hmm. they just changed it So I'll have to find another bookmark solution, something dedicated. There was X marks. I don't know if that's still a thing. I don't really, I mean, I guess I can use Firefox sync.
1: Oh yeah. That is nice. Just Does, sync it over from Google.
0: Did they have a web interface for that though? Cause Mozilla's trying to add a bunch of web services.
1: X. I, I was, I've only done it to the web browser. Once you download it, it asks if you want to sync it over and it already has Google's like known bookmark folder in there.
0: Oh man, XMarks is gone. It's a defunct bookmark synchronization tool. That was before you could sync bookmarks.
1: Not easily, at least. Well, that has been replaced. Doesn't have much of a need once they want the built-in syncer.
0: Yeah, and NextCloud's helped a lot in terms of... uh, diversifying where my stuff is. Uh, What else? It also lets me tie in different methods of storage. So if I had like a FTP server or something, I could actually attach it as external storage to the next cloud instance, which would give me a web interface. So I could like go to work and access my files. Or s3 or backblaze b2 and have unlimited storage and you just pay as you go or i could tie it into my existing google drive or dropbox speaking of google drive i think i did tell you about this where they lost my my files
1: oh and they just send you an email saying sorry because
0: yeah and one Which... of the other things that they just recently did with google drive was uh they 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 should have done this from the beginning but they didn't now i'm kind of worried about what's in there they Enabled the function that deletes email or no, deletes uh, the contents oh. of your trash every 30 days.
1: Yes, I saw that. I, I saw that notification everywhere. So now the trash acts differently. It will auto delete yeah. forever.
0: It should have been that way to begin with, but they didn't have, have that.
1: I have on occasion, though, been really thankful that I didn't do that after like I find out, oh, we actually needed that file and you you have the only copy. Oh shit, me <laughs> took my trash. Okay, good. It's still there. But yeah. It's 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 sort of funny to have like a trash can that doesn't actually empty. The final, you should be making a decision. Are you sure you want to delete this? And yes, that should be the final final thing. The final check. Yeah. Um
0: I don't, I don't know. I don't really have a whole next cloud segment set up, but um other I web hear. services I've been using mm-hmm. have been um Steam chat because they made Steam chat really slow now. It that's because it's an Electron app. It's just a web browser. So those yeah, are the whole browser windows. The beauty is you can open it in your web browser. That's oh. the full Steam experience.
1: With the library in the store and everything.
0: Uh I think you get that. You you could get that anyway. Yeah, since you get the, Steam was a thing, hey, but I'm talking hey. about the uh, Steam chat under the Steam communities domain. Mm-hmm. That whole chat experience is the chat experience of the desktop, except I mean, I, no, no exception. Like the the friends list and the chat window just happens to be all one unit, and then I think you can pop out the chat window and have a standalone chat and you can activate voice and you can do voice communications and you can request to view somebody's um, game. If they're streaming. Yeah. Yeah. So while they're playing a game, you can just open up uh, a little viewer and watch them.
1: That's awesome. I guess if it's, if it's already a web app, then yeah, it shouldn't be that big of a stretch to just make it available on the Chrome. Just Steve themselves haven't done that.
0: Steam has had this low key, like stealth mode social network, for uh, almost twenty years now. Where? How many years have they been around? Like fifteen?
1: I gotta think. When was the first time we saw Steam? I remember when it when it first came out, we were really pissed off because it was like, why would we want to use this? It's it does nothing that you can't already do just by going to CS. Directly.
0: Yeah, you still needed the disc. You couldn't order the game online, not at the time.
1: They added yeah. that later.
0: They uh, had friends. The server browser was there. We just didn't have the full vision.
1: Yeah. Well, the the very first version of it was like a what what is the advantage? There is no advantage. It's only now one extra step in me to play uh D D E Rats or whatever the map was called. I don't even
0: know if you could join friends through that friends list.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure you couldn't. It was, it was like just a launcher for all the Steam games, which was pretty much all of the Half-Life games. That was it.
0: Think about it, though. When you right-click on somebody and you said get server info, when has that, that screen ever changed? That has to have been there from the beginning. So maybe you could join a friend through that. I don't know. Maybe that was the killer feature. That wasn't there before. He always had to like go into aim and then message the IP of the server. And they came out. Oh with yeah. So I think AIM. that was built in from the beginning. It must've been, I can't imagine any other screen.
1: Yes, it is the same type of style, but I don't know. I feel like I remember having that at the beginning. So they must've had it later. Just had the same look. It, I think it was early on though, but it wasn't the very beginning. I think it was right around when Call of Duty 1 came out, the very first one. Then Steam started to, like, I remember at that time Steam was actually starting to be, like, pretty nice to use. I don't remember exactly when it started to actually become, like, the dominant game distributor slash launcher slash social everything for PC games.
0: I tried launching it on a MacBook Air.
1: Um, Oh, boy.
0: Now I realize it came out with a brand new MacBook Air, like. Very recently. Um, but if we step back in time to last week, then the previous generation MacBook Air was the one I launched it on. So it's not that far behind. And that thing is a dog. It barely runs CSGO with everything on low.
1: Well, there's a MacBook Air. Like you're taking something that was never meant to run anything. But it's more a relatively
0: like- recent computer with a supposedly i5 in it.
1: Well, it's going to be the GPU, right? Not the CPU.
0: The GPU is pretty weak. Uh, the CPU is just feels like a weak bitch. When I actually open Steam and I scroll around, you really realize how slow an Electron app is mm-hmm. when you use it on a MacBook Air. Because well, is, it,
1: is it running natively? Is it running through an emulator?
0: Like, no, it, um, it's native, but it's a native web browser that has to uh, um, like Java translate JavaScript in real time, everything's just in time. The whole thing is—it's a JavaScript app. It's probably just Node, so they've got Node on the server end. So when you go with your web browser, your web browser loads up what is a JavaScript client to the Steam API, and when you open up their desktop client, that is basically an unsandboxed web browser, super super insecure, and that. Uh, already has the node modules cached locally. It just interacts with, the, except for the you know the Steam Store page stuff in the middle. That stuff's loaded up dynamically. Uh, it's a really cool technology. It's cool to work with. It saves a ton of time, but the experience sucks, especially when <laughs> when your computer is not like a 10 core Xeon.
1: Yeah. Well, were not you saying that they, it was sort of, it was sort of Apple's fault because they basically dropped all 32 bit support or something like that. Right. And you were saying like some games just do not that's work different. on the Apple. Okay.
0: That yeah. With Catalina or 10.15, that's a lot of releases of OS 10. Mm-hmm. Um, they eliminated 32 bit support because today i don't like dating the show by referencing specific days because people don't listen to the weekend but they just released the uh what is it 10 it's not 10.16 they call it like Mac OS 11 or something
1: oh they yeah, upgraded the name big sur is oh, the name mm-hmm. and
0: that is the os that runs on these new um apple processor macbook air mac pro uh, and mac mini so they're super super fast but they're capped at 16 gigs of ram right now and they run this new operating system that new operating system lets them run ipad apps and iphone apps because it's the same processor platform and it has uh intel binary translation so all your intel applications like steam should theoretically work And the reason they ditched 32-bit on their Intel-based Macs was during this transition period with these new ARM processors, they didn't want to have to support the old 32-bit code because their new processor architecture is pure 64-bit with a pure 64-bit operating system. And practically nobody makes 32-bit Mac apps. Mm -hmm. The one exception is 15-year-old Windows games that were ported to macOS on Steam.
1: Yeah, okay. That makes like sense. Left 4 Dead. Mm-hmm. Like
0: Team Fortress 2. Yeah. So all of those broke. Some of the games report that they broke, but they still work. Like Insurgency. Proper Insurgency, not uh, Insurgency Sandstorm. Slow Storm, I mean. Shitstorm? Shit, yeah, Insurgency Shitstorm. That's a good one.
1: That's so to that sad game. to me.
0: Yeah. Because
1: it's like, I remember when. I feel like I'm. I'm saying I'm like brakomade. Um, like when they came out with official for uh, support for Left 4 Dead 2 and Team Fortress 2, it was like it was a big deal, especially for Mac gaming because it's usually not the you don't get a Mac to play games. This is be upfront about that. But still, I knew it. it was like yes, we know you do it.
0: I play like two games because that's all I want to play. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, just, I derailed you.
1: Well, it's just, it's just sort of sad to me. It's like so long ago, it was like all the support coming from Steam to port these games officially over the Mac version. And sometimes it run better. Sometimes it ran just the same as emulating it through like wine or something, whatever the, I forget what, what we used beforehand. But And then Apple's pretty much just sort of like shut the door on it, cut, nailed the last nails into it. Because I don't see any, what what motivation would Steam have to port these games to 64-bit when like Left 4.2 2 doesn't make them any more money, Team Fortress 2 does, but it, it would not. It does not. They're not going to see significant income. They don't have to port it though. What do they have to do? I'm confused then.
0: So, I think it's the 32-bit C libraries that were removed. So the mm-hmm. applications assume
1: it's still that there. You have those not.
0: 32-bit C libraries. So it just says here's the path on the on the operating system. To those in the, libraries. And yeah, different operating systems. And the application runs and it knows where to find it because of the oper- because of the release, and that's the way it was compiled. Mm. So Valve just needs to make a runtime environment, because they have their whole Steam runtime. They need to include 32 bit C libraries from an open source project that could run it.
1: Oh, so they just need to patch their Mac Mac versions of everything too. But then they C. have to maintain the libraries themselves.
0: Yeah. And have the expertise in that language and the
1: finesse and everything.
0: And then there's no guarantee that it's going to work between updates on Mac OS because Apple's such a wild card. They it don't give the next, next
1: patch and kill it and then they have to do it all over again.
0: Yeah. They don't ever want to be in a position of weakness where they're going to hold back a thing, hold back their platform because of what somebody else wants. They're mm-hmm. going to take it in the direction that they want. And that's the whole reason they moved to their own processor.
1: Why Apple's moved to their own processor?
0: Yeah, they just did um, this week. Like Monday oh, or Tuesday. Yeah, they Is have it new the official? The ARM one. MacBook ones? Air, MacBook Pro, just the 13-inch, and a new Mac Mini. And they're pretty simple configurations. It's either 8 or 16 gigs of RAM. And... Um, they look and act like the normal Intel Macs. There technically are some drawbacks. Which I don't I know if you say, want to go into that minutia. But you probably can't they are do faster.
1: The dual boot up anymore, right?
0: Uh, well that's up to Microsoft, because they technically have an ARM port of Windows. Oh. Uh-huh. So if they made if they got it working on Macs, then it would be possible because I think that ARM port of Windows has a uh yeah, x86 to ARM translator, just like the Mac does with Rosetta. Mm-hmm.
1: Because
0: they originally bought some company that did binary translations when they switched from PowerPC processors to Intel, and then they're using the same technology to go from Intel to ARM. Back in the day, their claim was it was 80% efficient. Now, apparently, certain instructions actually run faster after being translated to arm on apple's chip because of the way they've tailored everything they run faster on the arm machine under translation than on a actual intel chip but i'm sure that those
1: sounds wrong but i think at it's the same time. very specific really instructions
0: ARM. that they're bragging about i think that's why they're bragging mm-hmm. about that
1: Ooh, this text this text editor runs 70 yeah. faster you can type
0: i don't think know, most things of a person's
1: way. typing speed
0: I think if you ran some math application, you'd probably find out that there's operations that
1: perform better on can't arm. Work
0: better when they're translated. Mm-hmm. They have to be native and recompiled. But for now, it's cool. You can just open up all your existing applications. And you automatically inherit all of the iOS apps
1: on these new Macs. That is nice. So they opening right now too at the I realize that I'm looking at the website. They still offer the Intel. They do. But it's like $500 more. And they said it's going to
0: take 24 months. But that's the transition <laughs> period.
1: It's it's funny that even the color of the Mac Mini is different. It's like a it's space gray, which would have been new hotness. But now compared to the bright silver, it like I feel like I'm being punished for clicking Intel. Like, oh, yeah, go through that door. The crummy looking door if you want this
0: I didn't realize that they had a space or that there was a color difference between the Mac minis.
1: Yeah, I'll show you the link, right? I'm pulling now. it up right now. Channel Troy own day, link to Apple.com. But the very top is M1 or
0: Intel. Uh, but that Intel Mac Mini is actually superior in many ways to the old, uh, okay. to the new Mac Mini.
1: So still there is still a reason to get it.
0: Yeah. Um, that Mac Mini. It can support 64 gigs of ram uh it can actually support multiple displays which i know sounds stupid what computer can't support multiple displays well a new computer from apple <laughs> that's the kind of computer that can't support multiple displays and one has to go out of specifically like an hdmi bus and the other one has to be out of a display port bus something stupid like that
1: yeah, I about to say, there's only one DisplayPort, and the rest are Thunderbolt or USB, so you're going to have to make it work with Thunderbolt.
0: I'm trying to look up the ports
1: on the back right now, but... Um, just scroll down to see connections and expansion. Oh, but it still has a headphone jack.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, I see it now. Yeah, so I guess the Thunderbolt bus just has one DisplayPort bus, mm-hmm. and it's USB4. So USB4 actually adopted Thunderbolt 3. So it's just one universal connection now, as opposed to today on most, pretty much every computer that has Thunderbolt 3 has a separate USB 3 uh, type of bus or something. So if you had cables that were one or the other, they wouldn't necessarily be cross compatible. Mm -hmm. They would all be compatible with the Thunderbolt system, but the Thunderbolt stuff wouldn't be compatible with the USB 3 type C connector. I'm shaking my head a lot because they're confusing terms. The other drawback with this new Mac mini is it doesn't have 10 gigabit ethernet like the Intel one does. So the Intel one would actually be way better as a server. Cause you have tons of bandwidth over the NIC, the network interface. And I think it has more USB a ports and the ability to display multiple or draw run multiple screens, like six displays or something.
1: It's got more Thunderbolt co- ports, but it's got the same number of USB-A. Look at it real quick.
0: Oh, okay. It's possible they changed it, too. But I doubt it. You're probably right that that's how it always was. So uh, the new 13-inch MacBook Pro has similar drawbacks. They're all essentially the same system, just running really, really fast to really, really slow in the MacBook Air which is still apparently faster than a lot of systems. But this 13-inch MacBook Pro, they removed half the ports on the right side. Or they removed all the ports on the right side, except for the headphone jack, I think. And then you only have two Thunderbolt ports on the left.
1: Yeah. So anything with USB, goodbye. You have to get the adapter from Thunderbolt. Well,
0: that was the case with their MacBook Pros for like the last several years. All their oh. back, all the laptops are um, USB. Oh, that right. way now. Yeah.
1: Well, even these. Oh, is it mini USB USB C?
0: No, USB C is the symmetrical one. Okay. Mini is the. Uh, it looks flat, but it's keyed, so the there's like an arch. USB C doesn't matter which way you plug it in; it always goes in correctly. Yeah, and it's it always small.
1: the third. Third try is always the best try. Yeah.
0: Well, usb A connectors, as we all know, are in quantum flux, and (laughs) they do not settle on which side is the correct side until you actually look into the hole.
1: So you observe it, then it's fixed.
0: No matter how many ways you try it, upside down, right side up, it'll always be wrong until you actually look at the hole, and then it stops its quantum state and chooses one. (laughs) That's scientific fact right there.
1: Yeah, what I've, my dad does, he, he draws a white dot on the top of his USB d- cables, and so he gets it right every time, but... You know there's a way to tell. Yeah, there's usually like a symbol or... It's there's like, a hole. Yeah, the fat the fatness of which side of the connector is actually on, another little piece of metal. But once again, there's... you're observing it, so that's what makes it fixed. <laughs> So oh, okay. technically, before you look, it's sort of in both places and not in both places.
0: Uh, if you closed your eyes, the USB A connector would never seat.
1: It would never. It would never fit right. You feel like you're forcing it. And you're afraid of breaking it.
0: Yeah. Mathematics and USB A connectors. Those are the only truths in the world.
1: <laughs> the only absolutes.
0: The only absolutes. <laughs> you'll never get it right on the first try
1: <laughs> it always takes three tries Does, this, this all just came out this week I'm so out of the loop I haven't seen anything about it
0: yeah you gotta listen to some podcasts
1: the problem is I use podcasts to sleep <laughs> so I get like the first five minutes of each podcast and then the next ten I'll never hear again until I turn on again the next night okay and I always find myself being busy during the day at work, and then after work, I play games. I use podcasts I... to learn through osmosis. Yeah, well, you also learn at twice the speed, which I don't understand.
0: <laughs> well, eventually, you get used to it, and then you turn it up a little bit more, and then you listen to another podcast, and you're like, "This guy speaks too slow. Turn it up a little bit more." Southern people just turn it up to two.
1: Just Indian,
0: it. just delete the episode. <laughs> you can't fast forward it You have to listen to it At one X If they wow. have a thick accent
1: Yeah I say if it's, if it's a thick accent You have to pause Multiple times It'd be like Translate what they said And they go Oh okay Resume Pause Wait Think about what they said Oh Resume It's, it's It requires translation That's true of any accent yeah. When you're trying to speak English just because English is a complicated, complicated language.
0: All right, I'm looking at my notes. I got nothing else. And it's time for you to to stream.
1: I got to stream tonight. I've actually got a good routine of Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. That streaming. is more
0: often. Yeah. How much is the uh, ad revenue rolling in?
1: Oh, if it's you don't coming mind me. in four cents at a time. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you where I'm at right now. What's the peak? Uh, by peak like oh, peak that I made in one one sitting or for a week or something, I don't know, let's see, do it by week. the peak is definitely the first week I started october twenty fifth to the thirty first that's because everybody got their prime subs and just did it that week, which means november twenty fifth everybody can do their prime sub again. I'll get another explosion, okay basically, um the prime subs and the gifted subs, those pay out the most. The ads don't pay out very much at all. Like looking at that same week where I had the most gain, $0.07 cents was ads. Out of all those people that came to view, I only got $0.07 cents from all of it, um, which makes sense to me because uh, well, makes sense because obviously ads don't pay for much. But um, they have an option that once you become subbed, it skips the ad in the beginning, which makes a lot of sense because that's a perk that I can advertise to say, hey, if you sub, you pay me, you know, five dollars now. Don't worry about ads, you know, until your sub runs out because that five dollars is gonna be worth more to me than any amount of ad viewing is going to be. Yeah. They got a fancy is it, going on. Mm-hmm. Is it
0: Is it like Patreon where you only pay out during um when streams are produced or is it a duration? What like do you time? mean? Like 30 it, days? pay me or? Yeah. If they subscribe, is it a 30 yes. day duration that it's valid or something? Or is it, um,
1: I believe it's one month. So probably, I don't know. The so if time you didn't stream
0: any- for a month, they will mm-hmm. still
1: have paid. Okay. Correct. Yeah. It's not like a, Oh, you get for, for the next three streams. It's for a month's duration time. So if I don't like, if I, if I get a bunch of subs on Monday, and I don't stream for a month, then I just gypped them all in a way. But uh, you can pay for multiple months and you probably won't be getting subscribers unless you are being pretty consistent. Because even wonder... now, I'm only getting Prime subs, which are free. They don't cost the user anything. Um, and the only other subs i am getting is from my very generous moderator, giving out to my uh, most, most consistent followers.
0: Yeah, I think that makes it, uh, I don't know, addictive I mean, or something. I hope that yeah. they appreciate it and come come back to get stopped yeah. by you. Have you lost <laughs> yeah. at all in your oh, yeah. Mario
1: There will always be somebody that will join and sort of wreck us. But Smash if, Brothers. Yeah, Smash Brothers Ultimate is what I've been playing. But if, if by the time... If I at least win at least once in the entire stream, then I'm pretty content with that because that means it can be done. Uh, but there are definitely people who are a lot better than me, or playing characters that can take advantage of online lag a lot better than my character can, which was like the which was the case like a couple of days ago. They can just characters that do projectiles and don't require complicated maneuvers benefit a lot from latency which this person also had. So they were winning constantly, but it's kind of like, this is to sit back and shoot things. And I have to work double hard and hope I don't get a lag spike right when I need to input input the most important like maneuver or whatever. But that's just, that's just me being a John (laughs) smash term for a complainer whiner.
0: What do you call uh, those custom smash brothers characters that you can make?
1: Oh, the Me. The Me like Fighters. Me Fighter. Yeah, that it comes from because then during Windows Nintendo Wii, they had you made your own Mii, M I Mi I I, which Nintendo has completely abandoned, more or less. Like it's only in your avatar. There is no Me in most of their games or is there's no Me channel or anything like that. But this games for Smash Brothers still supports it and they just call it the the Mii Fighters. And you can make a hand-to-hand fighter or sword fighter or a, a gunner is what they call it
0: i made i made one it's a gunner uh-huh. i really want you to see it i named it miss handsome
1: <laughs> did you put it in the uh, the maid dress
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> you remember my me it's yes, got like the that... wide eyes and the receding hairline and the tiny
1: body but huge head
0: crazy features in the face that make it really scary and crazy looking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, So I put that, I put the little bonnet thing, the little girly bonnet (laughs) Uh and it's got those crazy eyes with the receding hairline so it's super weird seeing an obvious male head with a little cute bonnet in the maid's dress with this the deepest voice I could find. Initially, I thought the... I was going to do a little squeaky girl voice, but mm-hmm. it just, hey. I think it was more shocking to see this uh, receding hairline guy's head in all these female clothes with the male voice and call it Miss Handsome.
1: How did you make this character, though? You'll see. Okay. What do you mean, how did I make it? it well, I own the game. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah. Now, that only recent. brings up more questions. Why do you have the game and how long you've been playing?
0: I've been pr- preparing,
1: preparing <laughs> for this my whole life. The great stomping?
0: To own
1: a noob on a live broadcast. I guess you have been preparing your whole life.
0: I'm going to lift up my skirt <laughs>
1: and I'm going to teabag you at the end of the game. You can teabag in Smash. I'm
0: going to lift up my skirt and teabag you.
1: <laughs> Put the T back in Transvestite. That's it.
0: I think that's a good spot to end.
1: Okay, sounds good.
0: Bring your wallet dot... Wait. What's your domain name? Your Twitch stream. You don't Twitch want a domain
1: stream? name yet. Nope. You can follow me at twitch.tv slash TroyCNNN. That's three N's.
0: And bringyourwallet.com slash contact for feedback and suggestions and bringyourwallet.com slash member to help me pay for infrastructure and for as you can, you can actually help me pay for infrastructure with, uh, a subscription kind of like Troy's for as little as $30 a year and you get an invite to the next cloud experience with some storage and, um, uh, the more you pay technically, the less you contribute, <laughs> but I made it so that the pricing structure um, hopefully is sustainable. I don't really know it is but it's a really good, de- really good deal ask?
1: it is sustainable
0: compared to everybody else's uh, next cloud instance there's hard costs though that I have to eat
1: they already know month- that
0: <laughs> and monthly expenses that fluctuate based on usage and stuff so mm. uh, it doesn't mean. That's sustainable. What it means is that I'll probably have to raise the price. So get in now because $30 <laughs> get in a early. year is pretty damn cheap. Bringyourwallet.com slash member
1: or slash join. See you next week. Good night.